today we've got a great malicious compliance story when getting denied a business loan. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, boss told me to deep clean the back and to not come to the front for any reason, so I did. I'm a 20-year-old male that works at a very popular restaurant in a very snobby area. My main job is to assist the servers in any way I can, so they only have to worry about sweet-talking the customers. I do all the heavy lifting for them, whether it's cleaning their tables or taking their drinks and food to their tables. I'm doing it, and all they have to focus on is making the customers laugh. They get tips that range from $17 to $40 per table, while I make $8 an hour and get treated poorly. Enough backstory, cue the malicious compliance. My manager came up to me in a I'm better than you mood and told me to deep clean the floors, ice makers, walls, trash cans, and racks, and to not come to the front for any reason. I'm very annoyed at this because none of those things are my job duties. We have a staff that deals with all of the cleaning of the back, so it didn't make any sense to have me do it. These tasks would have taken me an hour and a half max, but I was feeling a bit cheeky and decided to really deep clean the back until it was spotless. About 30 minutes later, the same manager comes up to me and tells me that there are four tables that need cleaning, and two other tables just got sat and I need to bring their drinks to them. I looked at this man with a stare of a 20-year-old that has no bills to pay, and I say, no, I'm not done cleaning. He looked shocked and responded angrily, you can finish later, they need help. And I countered with, no, it's filthy here. We don't want a health inspector to just walk into this filth, do we? He storms off like a toddler that didn't get their candy. Two hours go by, and I'm on my hands and knees, scrubbing as if I worked for Chef Gordon Ramsay himself. The same manager comes back again with a smirk and says, Wow, this looks like it's going to take you all day long. Maybe you should come to the front and help the servers, since there's a huge Sunday rush. I replied with, You know, you might just be right. And I go back to cleaning. He storms off again. Fast forward to two minutes before my shift ends, my knees, legs, and fingers are all aching from cleaning. I shuffle my way to the front where my manager had been waiting for me, and he says, you finally decided to come help, huh? And I look at him without saying anything and clocked out. And then I tell him, sorry, I'm not clocked in. I walked out of my car while he was blowing my phone up. I didn't care. I had five days off back to back, and he can't fire me since I did as he told me to. The moral of the story is don't think you're better than someone that has nothing to lose. I respect this, OP had the confidence to stay back there and scrub, even when this guy came back and was like, doubling down saying, I was wrong, come up front, help out. OP's down there with the brush like, no, I've gotta get this thing clean. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy awesome stories of malicious compliance, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is, COVID's no big deal. We must all come into the office even during an outbreak? If you say so. I'm a paralegal in a large metropolitan city in the US, and at the time of the height of the COVID pandemic, 2020, I worked for a decently sized boutique personal injury firm. Despite having the largest caseload and the laziest and most toxic attorney in the firm, our boss decided I would be the COVID czar, meaning I had to have every employee, higher-ups and boss included, fill out a COVID questionnaire every morning when they came in and take their temperature. Like, have you been exposed? Do you have a fever? When was your last test? Etc. Everyone witched and moaned with how strict I was enforcing the rules, but for a few months we did well with keeping our office COVID-free. When the holidays were approaching, 
I advised my boss and the other managing attorneys in a meeting that because everyone was going home to see their families over the holidays, we should have everyone work from home for the first 10 days of the new year to prevent a highly potential and highly probable outbreak. My boss smirked and said he didn't see a reason to, as even if someone was COVID positive, they can just work from home and the rest of the office could still come in. I pointed out that while that would be ideal, if one of the attorneys came in while positive and sat in their office, all the other attorneys, including himself, would be exposed because all their offices were on the same wall, meaning the air vents in those offices all shared the same airflow. The boss shrugged me off. I followed up, putting it in an email, and one by one, everyone took their days off to visit their families over the holidays. In the new year, less than two days back in the office, one of the attorneys, who was young and reckless as we all are when we're young, came in sniffling and attempting not to cough. They had a low-grade fever. I alerted the managing attorney and texted our boss, straining he needed to be sent home immediately. Both told me just to have him stay in his office and announce when he had to leave. Bathroom, lunch, copier, etc. So the staff working in the main area could put their masks on. The staff always wore their masks regardless because we weren't a bunch of idiots and knew the risk they were putting us in, but had no choice as there were zero other job opportunities at that time. Throughout the day, the attorney's symptoms are increasingly worse. I text the boss again that he needs to be sent home. Boss finally arrives, looks at the attorney and says, You're alright, right? You don't need to go home, it's just a cough, right? He'd been torturing this attorney for months prior. So we all knew the attorney's response would be, Of course, it's just a sniffle, I can work. Sure enough, he did. The next day, the attorney reaches out and says his symptoms are worse and his PCR came back positive. So now the boss lets him work from home. The day after that, the attorney in the office next to him messages that he woke up with symptoms and his work from home out of caution. Then another, and another, and eventually all the attorneys who have offices on the same wall with air vents in between them report having symptoms and positive tests. By the beginning of the following week, 75% of the office is work from home with symptoms either positive or awaiting PCR results, including myself. We had to shut the office down for three weeks because there weren't enough people to run the office even on bare bones, as everyone got sick pretty much at the same time. When I became sick, my boss wrote in our group chat, Of course you have symptoms, OP. You probably wished for this to happen to just prove a freaking point. We had been killing ourselves for this man, and that message was the straw that broke the camel's back. A month after everyone returned, the boss was furious and irate that he received several anonymous complaints from the state. We did them gradually to lengthen the process, received several fines and surprise inspections for months to make sure he was following the rules and in compliance with the pandemic restrictions. A new year is full of surprises, but one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take care of orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. 
schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. We didn't get them shut down for good, but after that, every time someone tested positive for COVID, he automatically assigned the entire office to work from home for at least two weeks with several negative PCR results per employee before they could return to the office. Profits over health. It's always just a disappointment to hear about a situation where they have to see it go absolutely horrendous before they're willing to heed any advice. Somehow this is all OP's fault for wishing that this would happen, not for anybody else's lack of caring. This next story is, yeah, I'll do it myself. My bro, a cousin, and I rented a place where the front door's knob lock was in bad shape. After some time, the lock actually broke down, so we bought a new knob lock. About 100 yards from our flat, we met a guy who saw the new lock in my hand, introduced himself as a locksmith, and asked if we needed lock replacement service. Sure, follow us, we said without much thought. So the locksmith came with us. At our door, we asked for his price for the job. He demanded five pounds. We actually laughed out loud at his price. We weren't certified mechanics at that time, but being from a family of mechanics and engineers, we already had a good enough idea about how much a lock replacement work should be paid in our area. We told the locksmith that we would only pay 50 pence. I kid you not, the guy said in a very, very polite manner, well, that's too low. Why don't you do it yourself and keep your 50 pence? Then he returned and left before we could say anything, muttering about time-wasting. We decided to take his parting advice to our hearts. We were strapped for cash and that was a big factor too. We opened the lockbox and the first thing that came out of it was a manual. Bingo! Bro read the manual thoroughly and we realized that the job was even easier than we initially thought it was. Five minutes later, the new lock started its duty. Alas, the lock serviceman didn't know that because when he returned eight minutes later, he couldn't see the new shiny knob lock installed in our door. Maybe the fact that I stood in front of the door blocking the lock from view had something to do with it. Alright, he said, I'll do it for 50 pence. Do what for 50, I asked. The lock. I'll replace it for 50. Now, my bro said, somehow channeling the locksmith's earlier polite manner, sorry, but we've already replaced it ourselves. He hauled butt from the front of the door to show the lock guy our handiwork. The guy just said, oh, and left the building. I'm not sure if he heard my bros muttering about wasting time. I actually feel bad about the incident. Maybe that locksmith really needed those 50 pence, or he wouldn't have come back. In hindsight, we also made the mistake of not negotiating the job earlier and bringing him along. But well, he told us to do his job and we happily complied. Now, I'm not very well versed on pounds, but isn't 50 pence really cheap? Like, wouldn't a fiver be totally fine for that, or is that too much? Our next story is, can't give me the business loan I need? Okay, I'll use your quote to secure a better one. I own a small business, and due to recent positive exposure, 
I've been getting inundated with new customers. Due to the increased flow of people, I've needed to expand my brick and mortar to accommodate more people. Things like retiling the bathroom, fixing up our patio area, installing better ventilation, etc. However, due to the current economic outlook, a lot of small business loan lenders are a bit more skittish about giving out larger loans. I decided to use a popular site that puts small businesses with lenders who will give them term loans at decent rates. After going through several lenders, I found one that had the amount I wanted for the APR I was looking for. The rep seemed nice in the beginning. He was very cordial and explained the process, background check, paperwork, etc. that I would need to sign and submit to secure the loan. At this point in the story, I should note that the Lender Connect company has a policy that if I get a better offer from one of the connector companies they put you in touch with, if it's within $10,000, they will match it with another lender if they can get you a better rate. So after talking to this guy over the course of a week, I get an offer for the exact amount and percentage rate that I wanted. I tell him that I need a day to read it through and I'll get back to him. I figure if I'm going to take on a large sum of money, I should at least know the finer details of the contract. An hour later, he starts saying that this offer is only on the table for the next two hours and that if I wait longer, he'll pull it and only be able to give me a lower amount at a higher rate. He then proceeds to tell me that only his company can give me the amount I need and no one else can, so they're my only option and that I need to accept it right away or else I'll be out of options. Cue the malicious compliance. I immediately call the main lender connect rep who put me in contact with this rep. I explained that I received a great offer from them, but I wanted to see if another company could give me a similar loan amount for a better interest rate and quoted them their policy of matching with another of the lending companies they work with. The rep says to give them 30 minutes. 35 minutes later, they tell me they found another company that would give me a loan that's 2% lower interest rate and $5,000 more than the jerk rep's company. I say great, get on the phone and sign with them. One hour later, I call the jerk rep back. He sounds super smug, assuming that I would have no other option but him, and asks if I signed the contract. I said I did, with another company, since he's operating by the Lender Connects guidelines. I submitted his quote and was able to secure a better loan. I get silence on the phone for five seconds, and he mumbles out, cool beans. I then wished him a great day and good luck with securing clients, and end the call. Gotta love company policies. 100% if somebody you're doing business with or wants to do business with you asks you or pressures you to try to sign that day or right away, it might just be better in most cases to back out because there's probably something predatory going on. Our next story is sign an extra document? Sure, if it's reasonable. We were selling a house and a ballsy escrow agent tried to get me to sign some paperwork that said they had recourse to me for any title issues. It was odd. Never saw anything like it before or since. I paid for everything including the insurance. This says I'm indemnifying you for claims. I'm not signing this. Some tense back and forth, her out of the room talking on the phone with the lawyer, and her finally coming back in with a substitute document to sign. One that basically said that I hadn't knowingly done anything that would incur any liens or liability since they did their records check. But the new document was really just an attempted face-saving maneuver, one which backfired spectacularly because I have a good memory for this kind of thing. I said I have no problem signing this, but why do you need it? 
It's an exact duplicate of leaf, 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 pull out from stack. This one. She says, well, I just want to know why you wouldn't sign the other one. I said, because I don't indemnify the insurance company. That's bass ackwards. Here you go. Meanwhile, the first time home buyers were sitting there all wide eyed. That's crazy that they tried to slip in some document that basically says OP would be held at issue and have to pay for any title issues. It pays to read the contract sometimes. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another awesome malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.